Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Facebook reporting second quarter revenue that beat analyst projections lifted by sales of video and Instagram ads. We did see shares of Facebook up by 7%. Google reports earnings tomorrow after the bell. Moments ago, we heard from Amgen. Its second quarter profit beat analyst estimates driven by higher-than-expected drug sales. The company also raised its guidance for the year. Most stocks fell. Earnings and the price of crude largely setting the tone for individual shares as investors assess the Federal Reserve's latest policy decision. Tenure up 15, 30 seconds. Yield there 1.50%. Groupon shares moving higher now uh, by 18% after boosting its year view. Right now we have got uh, its yearly revenue view, I should say. S&P down two points to 2166, a drop there of 0.1%. Dow Industrials down a point, little change. NASDAQ up 29, a gain of six-tenths of one percent. And gold up 19.80 the ounce, a gain there of one and a half percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Shares of Facebook are moving higher by more than 7.5% in after-hours trading as a result of their second quarter earnings release. The company reported that second quarter sales climbed 59% to $6.4 billion. That beat analyst projections. Also, if you take a look at how many monthly average users they added last quarter, 60 million monthly average users were added. That's 20 times what Twitter added. Here to tell us more about Facebook is Jatendra Warrell, Global Internet and Consumer Electronics Analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence, providing unique and real-time research in a variety of industries, markets, and all the government factors that affect businesses. Our terminal customers can access this function at BIGO. And Jatendra joins us from our Bloomberg 960 studio in San Francisco. Jatendra, tell us about Facebook and the results today. Hey, Pam. So an absolute blowout quarter. Uh, the street was expecting 49% growth in revenues. You know, they ended up coming at 59%. Uh, mobile is basically behind uh, the entire growth story here. And obviously, video acceleration continues. And a new revenue stream, Instagram, is probably adding more than uh, what, what we thought it did. So all in all, a great quarter. And most importantly, if you look at the engagement numbers, uh, they are accelerating. So people are more engaged on Facebook. So or any competition fears that people had may alleviate, uh, like likes of Snapchat cutting into Facebook's time or people getting bored of Facebook and all those things. Uh, these numbers are not showing any of that fatigue. So uh, all in all, pointing to continued growth and market share um, um, in, in mobile advertising. So, Jitendra, can we, do we get any breakdown geographically, U.S. versus overseas, et cetera? Yeah, we do. And uh, the interesting thing is, like, U.S. Uh, growth was very strong, uh, about 63% uh, YOI over here. And and really, it's a broad-based sort of uh, growth that we're seeing uh, across, you know, different regions that Facebook uh, operates in. But most importantly, like, you see an acceleration in ARPU, like the average revenue they are making per user. That's going up. Probably they are upselling more services, more targeted ads to the same users, squeezing more dollars out of it. Uh, so uh, you see... U.S. obviously leads over there with uh, with the ARPU numbers, uh, but um, uh, the U.S. growth, uh, I think it's really broad-based at this point. 
wonder if you could comment on the goodwill that such a blowout quarter creates for Facebook to allow them to invest in things such as Internet drones and virtual reality, reported from our Sarah Fryer at Bloomberg. Yes, it, it continues to build that goodwill, actually. So Facebook has been uh, pulling this balancing act beautifully in terms of like supporting these heavy growth expectations with their core business, Instagram and video, while building new revenue streams like virtual reality. And let's not forget messaging. You know, their messaging services, WhatsApp and uh, Messenger, have more than 2 billion people uh, on, on that service, and they don't make money out of it yet. So uh, the idea here is let the core uh, support uh, uh, growth that Wall Street expects until the new revenue streams come to ride it further. So can anybody, is is Facebook now just in a world, a universe of its own? Can anybody, quote unquote, compete with Facebook? Well, there's Google on the uh, other end of the equation, but the Google and Facebook basically account for 50% of mobile advertising um, uh, industry revenues. And really the strength that Facebook has that nobody can really compete with them is targeting. You know, they uh, can target not just like what interests you have, but contextually when you are more likely to do it better than uh, most other incumbents. So that translates to better ROI for advertisers. And, you know, once they see better ROI, they come back with more. Jatenda, what does this tell us about not only the performance of Facebook, but the comparison with Twitter. Uh, basically, it tells us that uh, Twitter has a company-specific issue, and uh, brands are uh, less likely uh, to sort of like stick with them. I mean, they're seeing brand weakness over there. Uh, they're they're, uh, they're basically they're seeing brand weakness uh, in like advertising uh, revenues that they're seeing, and the growth rate uh, expectation for 3Q is like 5%. Uh, I mean, that's Yahoo's mobile growth rate was around 3-4% last quarter. So obviously it's a company-specific issue, and there's no clear signal yet that the new live strategy can turn around uh, this trend. But, but you know, Jutendra, it seems to me too, it, 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 these are different business models. They sell people different things, right? Comparing Google's mobile to Facebook's mobile because Facebook, there's only one site that does this for you, connects you with friends and business and everybody else. Twitter's all about tweeting 140 character messages out. Uh, that's why I ask, can anybody compete with them? Because they may have equal mobile ads with Google. Google may may meet them there. But in terms of what they do, who else does this to this extent? Right. So what advertisers only care about what is the cost of acquiring a user and what is the return or investment I get for paying that cost. And whoever shows better on those metrics, they go with them, right? So if you look at uh, Twitter's market share, it's like low single digits versus we talked about Google and Facebook taking like 50% of the market. So they have the volume, they have the targeting, uh, but you're right about like, uh, you know, these guys serving sort of different uh, forms of advertising, especially Google and Facebook because, you know, search uh, is uh, equally important. So Google and Facebook have pretty much become the staple of digital advertising for marketeers. Jitendra Rawal, thank you so very much for joining us from Bloomberg Intelligence, where he's global internet and consumer electronics analyst, doing a terrific job today of just laying out these amazing Facebook numbers. I want to thank Mark Sinikowski, who's our technical director today, and of course, Sam Langa, putting together, together a terrific show today as our producer. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox. This is Bloomberg.
Coming up, Bloomberg Law is brought to you by Jaguar Manhattan. Visit Jaguar Manhattan today, where New York goes for luxury, conveniently located at 54th and 11th Avenue, and online at jaguarmanhattan.com. Jaguar Manhattan is at your service.